Uh, let's welcome in uh, New York State Senator Patricia Kanzanary Fitzpatrick. Uh, so much going on as far as Albany with a budget proposal and an agenda, agenda uh, to be set. Uh, and it's always great having her on. Uh, great having you. Very happy New Year. Um, so much Hello, happening, Senator. It's, it's so good having you because, you know, we looked at breaking this stuff down. You know, I look at an individual like yourself uh, and your front and center there. Uh, give me a quick assessment of what you heard on Tuesday, my dear. Thanks again. Uh, of course, Jay, always happy to be with you and uh, talk about Albany. Um, so just to clarify, you know, the budget proposal that has come out is from the governor. Now comes the negotiating between uh, the three men in the room, as it's been called. But, of course, it's now two women, which I'm very proud to hear. But we've got the governor, the Senate leader, and the assembly leader will all get together and try to come up with the actual budget but, you know, the governor putting, putting this out shows her proposal. It tells us what her priorities are. And quite frankly, I'm not so happy. Um, $2.4 billion designated to give to New York City to deal with the migrant crisis. And that is a self-created problem. And now where else is that money coming from? Other things are being cut. The most profound is that school aid foundation aid to uh, half of the school districts throughout the state are being cut. And that, to me, is putting migrants in front of our children, and that is a bad precedent, and it just shows you that the governor, her priorities are either misplaced or politically motivated, and either one of them I don't like. To me, the politically motivated... Uh, you know, we see this on the national scale. I just had a conversation with Brian Fessler, School Board Association, uh, Senator. Uh, there's no question. Uh, this is all generated with political uh, motivation involved, pandering to a base. That's what it's all. Unfortunately, th- that's what happens in politics. These, I mean, look at our southern border, right? Uh, yeah. It's an obvious common sense decision to close it. Uh, but you don't have that because of uh, political football that's played. Uh, it's the same thing in the state, and, and especially when you borrow. You know, when you borrow on the national scale and you have debt of $34 trillion, uh, you're in a lot of trouble. Uh, and New York's on the verge of a fiscal uh, catastrophe, if you ask me. Uh, it's the same deal. You are proposing $233 billion of a budget. You mentioned the foundation aid with the schools. Uh, they're taking a bit of a dip for many districts. Uh, but also, I'd love to know, with the $2.4 billion heading towards this migrant crisis that has enveloped our big cities, uh, what about our veterans? Uh, are we doing anything for our veterans? I, I haven't heard a sound of that from Governor Hochul. Are we doing the same thing with our homeless? Are we trying to help people here? Uh, it is unbelievable to me where we are at in our society. And to forget about the vast residents, and is, it is no surprise to me why New York Senator Kansanary Fitzpatrick leads the nation in mass exodus based on this leadership. I, and I... I couldn't agree with you more. 
that our priorities and common sense are not always at the forefront of what's going on here. And that's a huge problem. For instance, we need reform in our criminal justice system so that people feel safe and then people can go out and patronize our businesses. It's very basic. People don't go out if they don't feel safe. And until we get safety under control, nothing else falls into place. And the governor doesn't see that. And I'm disappointed that she didn't come out with proposals to give first responders more money, to give our police force more money, to talk about changes, to give people the tools. So she talked about giving grants to companies, retail companies, to allow them to have uh, more security, but misses the boat that the changes to cashless bail is how we got here in the first place. Go back and fix the underlying problem, get safety under control, and the economy will recover, and we won't have, you know, she talks about housing. People are leaving because of housing is her mantra. No, people are leaving because they have nothing left in their paycheck after paying for groceries and their gas bill and utilities and everything else that has gone up. That's why people are leaving. A young couple trying to save for a down payment on a house, there's nothing left in their paycheck because they're spending it on everything else that's so unaffordable. They need to get their spending under control so that we're not burdening our taxpayers and we can all recover a little bit. I don't think that message gets through to anybody in Albany. Not only that, but, you know, how about the fact, and we stated this this morning on the program, you know, she's hoping a more than $40 million investment will help solve the rampant shoplifting uh, across New York State. I'm not kidding, folks. It is part of this ridiculous $233 billion fiscal year 2025 budget proposal. She's putting $25 million towards state police, another 15 towards DA and local police departments. Really? Uh, let's go back a little bit. DA, district attorney. Really? Okay. Part of the issue is a lot of these people are arrested and let back out of the streets to do the same damn thing over and over again. Who are we kidding? Right. Who are we kidding, Senator? I mean, this uh, is and, a and blatant of- example of misuse of funds. Blatant. It's hard to believe when you analyze this. And, and part of her proposal, it won't necessarily affect my district, but there's five prison closures that are scheduled now as part of her proposal. So that means she doesn't even think people deserve to be in prison. She's favoring everybody else except the people that are paying the tax bill. And that I don't understand. She needs to change that. And I hope that this won't be the final budget, that things will get better, but I'm, I'm, I'm losing. we have new hope. That was, our, that was our proposal yesterday, that please listen to what the Republican conference out of the Senate is coming up with. Our new hope agenda is the hope that we all need so that we can stay in New York. And you, know, you and I will be able to talk about details in the future as it all comes out. The question, Senator Patricia Candidary Fitzpatrick. Now, we got an agenda here to focus in on in 2024. You know, I think the number one thing for, for me, at least, Senator, is, you know, with this $2.4 billion being slated for the migrants, um, how about undeclaring 
uh, the city and the state a sanctuary area for one. I mean, that would kind of alleviate a little bit of the pressure, no? <laughs> well, it's common sense. If you have a leak going on, you turn the faucet off before you clean up the mess, right? So we need to stop the influx of migrants to figure out how we're going to deal with the people that are here appropriately. And believe me, it's not fair to the migrants either. You know, I know I bear them no ill will, but we have no plan of how to handle these people. And I've been told by people that know better than me that probably 90% of those people will not even qualify for asylum, and they're not being processed. Nothing is going on. We just keep moving them from shelter to shelter, and now they're taking over schools. It's, it's a mess. You know, it's, it's one thing to ask for more funding. It's another thing to get down to the core of the problem. I've never heard Eric Adams nor Kathy Hochul uh, state out loud, Mr. President, please. Stop the flow of migrants into our city. Please stop the flow at the southern border. This is where the problem is occurring. Mr. President, are you listening to me? I have not heard one peep of that from New York's Governor Hochul or the mayor, Eric Adams, Senator. I, I agree with you, Jay. I've been hoping for that to be said, and it's not. And, and that's why we are going to continue to spend money on a problem that they have never gotten to the root of it. And, you know, we're, we're, we've got to do something better. There's something's got to change here. And, uh, and cause the, 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 uh, misconception is that, oh, New York City is the sanctuary state, but now our statewide government is sending money to New York City, which means that Everybody is paying for it, from the people out in Montauk all the way up to the St. Lawrence River and uh, you know Lake Erie. There, everybody's paying for this um, through our state budget, and that's what is just unconscionable. We need to fix this problem. No question about it. A couple of minutes uh, with the senator, the fine senator Patricia Kansanary Fitzpatrick. Uh, you know, affordability is key for all, right? Uh, you mentioned the grocery store. It's outrageous. Uh, yeah, the gas prices have come down a little bit, but they were high to begin with. Uh, so let's not get crazy over that. But, you know, I look at about affordability. We've got to do ways to make it more affordable for everybody, Senator, so they can live a normal life. Safety is a key here. I want to see a little more improvements there. Uh, I want to see a little bit more emphasis on the anti-Semitism that has certainly infiltrated our area since October the 7th. Uh, with all that's going on with the protests and everything else, David, that is infiltrated. That poison has infiltrated our schools and everything else. I mean, there is a lot of work to do uh, as far as discussion in Albany for the next few months. I, I agree with you. And, uh, you know, I spoke uh, quite a bit about anti-Semitism because that's part of the, the the breeding of hate has to stop. Because if it was any minority group, we would not tolerate it. And the Jewish brothers and sisters that we have deserve to feel safe in their homes, in their communities, and especially in the schools like SUNY universities that are funded by state dollars. And that's why I did propose legislation that said that if the, the, you know, the leaders of these institutions don't get anti-Semitism under control and don't appropriately deal with it, that we're going to cut off their funding. 
And that, that is where I think that these schools will finally listen if you hit them in the pocketbook of cutting off their money. But I agree with you that this is a terrible problem. It's gotten worse since October 7th. And um, I'm part of a task force that was started a year ago to address anti-Semitism because we knew it was a problem then. And it's really gone off the charts since the, the horrible attack on Israel on October 7th. So we certainly need to put some effort toward that to make sure we get that under control because it'll, it's affecting our children and you've got to nip it in the bud or else it's going to continue. We don't want that. Senator, a closing thought on my end, I'll give you the last word. But when you have one party rule and these radical policies that are in place and still being floated around. I mean, you're not going to get anything done. I mean, this is the problem. I've mentioned this time after time after time. We elect officials to do the job for the people. And unfortunately, when I look on the national scale and the focus on a daily basis, my goodness, is Hunter Biden. I can't stand it anymore. I mean, one-party rule right now, uh, it doesn't do anybody any good. There has to be a back and forth. There has to be some common sense here to try and find solutions, which is something we have lacked thereof as far as that mindset is concerned. I'll give you the final word. I I agree with you. We are seeing the damage done by one-party rule, one-party policies, criminal agenda that favors the criminals over victims. We see the long-term effect of that now. We've been talking about cashless bail for several years, and now we can see what we unfortunately predicted came true. And our communities are suffering. Our economy has suffered. We can't get people to take a job in law enforcement because they're not respected. This has to change, and public safety is the key to this. We have to support our first responders, our DAs, law and order. We need to support that. Everything else will fall in place if we get that under control. But I agree with you. There's a lot of work to be done, but I haven't given up hope, and that's why I go to Albany and try to be the voice of common sense. I hope the other side will listen because that's when we all learn. We learn by meeting in the middle and we compromise. So I'm still hopeful that that we'll have that compromise, and stay tuned over the next few weeks after as we have more information about the budget. Thank you, Jay.